Is this thing on? I am Queensman. Hi everyone, my name is Alyssa and you are listening to the All Things Pelvic podcast where you get to follow my life as a pelvic floor physical therapist. That may sound a little boring, but real quick, let me break it down. I bring up topics that most people find difficult to talk about, but maybe it's time we get comfortable with discussing the uncomfortable. I always strive for real talk, good vibes, and mostly all things pelvic. Join me and my guests as we discuss healthcare, culture, and real life topics. Are you ready? Because it's time to take a page out of my playbook. Hi everyone, we are back at another week at All Things Pelvic and it is very hot here in New York City. I actually can't have my AC on right now because it would mess with this podcast recording and here we are. (laughs) I am here with the owner and founder of VPAC, Shannon. Go ahead. Hello everyone, how are you? <laughs> I'm sure people will be answering no. back very good <laughs> right now. Yes, and now I'm, I'm really surprised to hear you say that it's that hot in New York. I'm in Miami, and oh we, my God. it's you know, it's warm here, but this is our hurricane season, so yeah. it's totally like cool with the the breeze and the rain and everything like that. So we're we're kind of cool here. Yeah, I was gonna say you guys are straight chilling. <laughs> I was actually just in Florida. Um, I was in the Keys. It was amazing. And, but just New York City is like a different level of hot though. That's the thing. And like, I don't, I hate complaining because I feel like we were inside for so long. So I'm trying to enjoy the heat as much as I can. (laughs) But then it's like typical New York City apartment, like AC cranking. I'm trying to do a podcast recording and (laughs) here we are. So I'm just going to have to melt, you know, for like the next half hour. It's totally fine because. Oh God, I'll send some cool vibes in. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. But what I was going to say is that I'm in your presence, so that makes things better, of course. (laughs) Now, Shannon and I met on Instagram, the queen, king of all social media, I feel like, and I'm really grateful for it because I feel like when we first started talking, I feel like we were honestly talking like this. Like it was just like good vibes all around, and she wanted to talk to me about her baby, her VPAC baby, and I wanted her on here to talk about that. So tell us everything we need to know about VPAC. Okay, well, I'll start from the beginning. So I created VPAC basically out of my own struggles with issues with UTIs and incontinence. And, you know, I have been suffering from UTIs since second grade, but I've had um, urge incontinence, stress incontinence, since as early as I can remember. I wet the bed until I was 10 years old. Um, I played sports and always, you know, had a leakage of some some type during, you know, my performance in my sports. So fast forward to 40 years old, still dealing with these issues. Um, I had the worst of the worst of these issues. I couldn't go anywhere without having a major accident and like having to come home, shower, change, and of course, get my self-esteem back together. Because as you can imagine, as a grown woman, a mom at her oh, son's basketball games, having to, you know, kind of like back out of the facility and kind of just leave and, you know, embarrassment, especially to my son. So I created VPAC 
with the idea in mind of, of making a package of goods um, that someone like me, who's an active mom, who's an entrepreneur, um, and, and has an active, pretty active social life, um, where we can kind of be supported in our endeavor to still live our lives um, and be active and show up for our kids. So it started off as just, just the subscription box. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna put together these items, we're gonna be okay. But as I started surveying these women to see if they would actually need this box and they were experiencing the same things I, I had, I found out that yes, there are lots of women. I'm not alone at all. And here I am like in my circle of peers and amongst my family, the only one experiencing these things. So clearly you can understand how I would feel alone. And that I was just, it was just me, you know, I was dysfunctioning, I was weird. But I started surveying these women and they really didn't know their options either, their resources and if we would actually have to be sentenced to a lifestyle of uh, a lifetime of diapers and pads and, you know, changing clothes or bringing extra clothes. And it was then that I created the Moms Who Pee Their Pants Summit. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So the Moms Who Pee Their Pants Summit is basically a, a platform for or a showcase of different experts, doctors, innovators in products, and especially pelvic floor therapists. Woo, that woo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the real, the real champions. <laughs> you know, they give us um, this information of things that we did not know. I absolutely did not know about pelvic floor therapy. Yeah. I didn't know that I can go to a urologist. I never got the questions that should follow, especially with someone coming in often to get antibiotics for a UTI. Um, someone expressing that, hey, you know, I, I do leak, like when that gun goes off for the track meet, I'm leaking, I'm, yeah. ha I'm having an accident. Um, when it's, <laughs> it's time to, you know, drive by a bathroom and everything, I'm already thinking about, you know, where I need to stop, right? Where's this bathroom and then forget traveling, mm -hmm. forget it, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I, I created all of these things out of my own struggles, but when I started to really get out there and talk to other people and even talking to the experts, even talking to the doctors, the pelvic floor therapists and the urologists, they were just like, um, they were just like, you know what? We do need, we're, we are waving our hands in the air like, hey, we're here, we, we exist. And it just made me wonder like, how, how was it, how did I miss out on all of these resources? How did I not know? Um, why didn't I advocate for myself? But if I did advocate for myself, was that okay? Like, right. Right. you know, was I, were you like crossing the line? Were you, yeah, that, that I can, I can understand that being on like the patient side of things for sure. For sure. Definitely. Definitely. So it was very, I, I just felt like I, I had dropped the ball, but then when I found out about all of the things that maybe my family doctor or my gynecologist did not specialize in that somebody did. And I, this could have been, um, cured or restored or just improved a long time ago. And that 
if I had caught it earlier, I probably wouldn't have to deal with the things that I deal with today or leading up to um, the moment that I just could not hold it at all. I mean, at all. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw when you at all, I mean, I would actually get to the toilet. Mm-hmm. I'd make it to the bathroom, but it didn't make it in the toilet. Yep. Yeah. That's what and like, and that's how you know you got to a point where it was like officially too far. It was, you know, it was officially kind of past that. So, okay, well, a few things, a few things. I have thoughts over here. So, first of all, I was just staring at Shannon with like oogly eyes because she already knows how like impressed I am with everything that you are doing, you know, and especially I, I think when you also go through these things yourself, of course, there's that different level of. I need to make this happen for other people because of what happened to me, right? Like it, and I, and that doesn't mean that like, if you didn't go through something, you can't help somebody, you know, like I I see a, a million moms. I'm just, I'm not a mom myself, right? So it's just, you know, but there is that different level of oof. Like if you went through that, you just, you know how somebody's feeling about it. But, but backtracking a little bit, as you said that you started having these symptoms like when you were in second grade, I, I literally, I just had deja vu from our phone call because I remember like cutting you off and being like, what? Like second <laughs> grade, really? And then, and then you think about it though too and it's like, even if you told your parents or whoever, they might just say like, oh, like so-and-so had an accident. You know, like they, they might not even like think of it as anything um, and not know what to do. Like pediatric pelvic floor PT is now becoming more of a thing. It has been a thing for a while, but it it's not just moms that I see, right? Like it's a whole array, it's a whole array of people. And of course you have your niche of moms, which like I do myself, you know, like I typically do see moms, but there's a whole other, you know, there's, we're all people and we all have pelvic floors. We all pee, we poop, we have sex. Like it, you know, that's my staple. I say it all the time, every day, right? So Mm -hmm. I had to backtrack to that just cause like, what are you in second grade eight? Eight? Yeah, yeah. So in second grade, actually, my teacher yeah. is the one who discovered that I had the UTI because I was just taking a little bit too long in the bathroom. Yeah. And so she was like, um, "Can I help you in there? Like, what's going on?" And I was just like staring at the toilet because it was completely covered in blood. So I, the inside of the toilet, after I used it, and it was difficult to use it because yeah. it hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's the one who communicated with my mom that this was going on, you know, that I had the UTI because I don't, I don't remember how long I had been dealing with it at that point. I probably was dealing with it for a few days or who knows how long I was dealing with it. And had she not walked in on it, I may not have communicated it with my mom because I, I probably was feeling like I did something wrong and I didn't want to get in trouble for it or be judged for it. And so I'm thankful that my teacher caught it. Yeah. Um, no, for sure. And that she like at least had the concern to say like, oh my gosh, why isn't she back in, you know, like back in class yet? Or, you know, like, why is she taking so long? Um, and it always takes like either like that person, like that one person, you know, who then knows about pelvic floor PT or, you know, who can then say something. It, it always takes that one person. But um, I had the pleasure 
of being part of the Moms Who Pee Their Pants Summit. And I was just telling Shannon before we started recording that I'm honestly like in awe of just how many people you collected together. You know, people that like I have seen on Instagram or like I've heard their names before. I might work with some of them, you know, in like referral basis in the city. And it's like, it's just so cool to see all of these people come together. You know, it's really, really cool to see all these people come together. But I also have like bittersweet thoughts about it too, right? Where, and more so in a way where it's so amazing that all these people came together, but then it's just that frustration of just like, oh my God, I just like want to just like wring everybody's neck and be like, and just be like, yep, so-and-so is right there. So-and-so is here. So-and-so is here. So it's just, it's like that frustration of just like, I need to keep doing, we both need to keep doing what we're doing to like get the word out there, but then also very sweet in a sense where it's like, yep, we're doing what we need to do. If that makes sense. You know, it's like this like battle of like, I'm so frustrated that people don't know this. But then so amazing that like, you know, 15 plus people came together to, uh, you know, to say That's what right. they to say. I mean, at the end of the day, all of us are really compassionate um, with the people that we deal with that are coming to us with these issues. Yeah. And we're so happy to to get them educated and to give us, give ourselves as resources and to, you know, everybody so generously gives of their time and their expertise and their advice. And, and it's really changing lives, you know, just from them hearing us um, speak about what we do and or our experiences, because quite a bit of us have ex- have it have experienced it for ourselves, even though we may have created companies, we we went to school, um, we're doctors, all of those things. We ourselves, we're still human. Yeah. So we've experienced those things, too. But to your point, a lot of people don't know about it. And it could have affected them from earlier before they gave birth, um, before they even think about becoming parents, be- yeah. you know, any yeah. of those things. And that's why it's it's my goal to target women sooner than later. So between the ages of 24 and 44 is where I want to reach them because right. no, you're not experiencing it right now, or you may be experiencing it a little bit um, after you give birth, you know, the occasional leak when you sneeze or you laugh or you go exercise but it's not really to the point where you're showing concern. It shows up later. Oh yeah. But if you take care of it now, or if you you're proactive about it now, you can kind of mitigate a lot of the pains that you you will experience later on. One thousand percent. I I actually had this conversation with a patient today um, as well, where she is you know twenty something year old, and she was saying, "Oh my gosh, like I even wish I came here sooner," you know, like just to just to learn. And she goes, "Now she goes, I'm lucky enough though now to know that like." when I do want to like have a baby at some point, like I do want to come to you beforehand, even if it's just like a consult to be like, what should I do and prep for this? And I was like, that's exactly it. And like, it was so funny. We, we, I was like, that's it. That's exactly what I want. You know, just to know that you have somebody, like you have somebody to call. If you end up moving, like I'm happy to find you somebody, you know, somewhere else or whatever it is, but just know that you have that person there. But there's all the, also the psychology part behind it where if we aren't hurt, we don't feel the need to go to somebody. And then there's many reasons for that. It's money, 
um, time, yeah. right, is time. So it's just like, do I actually need that? Do I actually have to go? I'm guilty of that. I'm so guilty of that. <laughs> Even as a PT. Yeah, we, we all are. So I think that that's also part of the issue. So we also might preach it all the time too, right? We might preach it, but then I'm such, I, I try to be a realist as much as I can. And I think that that's also what is part of it too, is that if something's not bothering somebody, like why go? I, I, well, I, yeah. I, I like to liken it to you go to the gym. You yeah. have a gym member. Oh yeah. Go to the spa. Yep. You have a spa membership, mm-hmm. you know? So if, if you are proactive enough to take care of yourself and you do the self care, you get your nails done, you get your hair done. Um, you go to the gym, you do yoga, you get massages, different things like that. This is just one of the, the things that you take care of on a regular basis, just as you would if you go to the gym. Totally. The difference is you can't see your pelvic floor like you can see uh-huh. your, your, you know, your bicep, yeah. but you know yeah. it's there. You just flex and those bad boys pretty good right there. <laughs> you guys can't see that, but Shannon just totally flexed those biceps for me. <laughs> no, and no, I I'm I am with you. I if any of my patients listen to this, they they'll probably laugh a little bit because I I say it all the time like this is self-care like you need to think of this especially when I get the question like how long do I need to do this for or you know like and all these things and I'm like that's why I tried to teach you how to incorporate it into your day-to-day or like into your weekly routine whatever it may be or even if you fall off the grid because we all do we're human you know if you fall off the map like not going to the gym enough or whatever it is then you at least know what to do to get back on track. So like that's how I like to teach my patients to do certain things for whatever works for them. Um, and I completely agree. I I completely agree. I go out to dinner and drinks and how much do I spend <laughs> when I do that, right? How much do I spend on some tequila? And you know what? And- <laughs> that, is, that is so funny you bring that up because I was out with some friends last night and I, I don't usually go outside. People call me to come outside, the streets calling, all of these things that people are saying now, but please and thanks not to call me. But, <laughs> but she's, saying, she's like, I go out, I have a meal and my meal is literally like under $30. I'll get the bill. It's 150 because I had all these drinks. Yep. If you can, if you can like mindlessly spend on some drinks out at dinner, you know, because you're having fun with your friends, you can, you have, you can set aside that money. If you have, if you change your mindset totally to, to thinking that, okay, this is a part of self-care and this is preventative so that I don't have to experience the pains that come with, being 60, you know, being yeah. after menopause or, you know, just aging, period. Yeah, 1,000%. I, um, that's something that I hands down preach, like I, I always do. One thing that I say all the time, I and I say it to, especially if somebody is a little, is way too hesitant, if, they, if they're just like, oh, like, how am I supposed to do this? And I'm like, will you go to yoga, like, yeah. three times a week, right? Or you, you know, would we not stretch our backs out if we were in pain like would we not do you not wash your face in the morning do you not (laughs) do you not brush your teeth in order 
for, you know, things to be okay. That's not something that you can just do every few days. Like, you need to do that in order to keep up with it. So let's mm-hmm. add in those stretches, you know, to do. Or like, right. let's add in some of those exercises. And and I always joke around to you, like, I can't make it easier for you because, like, I'm trying my best to, like, I need you to do this at your desk while you are working. Like, I'm trying right. to, you know, to be as efficient as possible. So... I'm all about habit breaking. Habit Uh breaking is like one of the most important things, but you're completely right. You know, like people also have to like advocate for themselves. I, I had this mom come in maybe a few weeks ago and she was like, honestly, nothing's wrong, but I keep hearing about pelvic floor PT and I just want to know if something's up. And I was just like, wow good, good for you, you know, like good for you. And then come to find out, you know, she has like a very, very minor prolapse and like luckily doesn't have symptoms. But I said to her, I was like, I need you to do like these few things. And then honestly, just like get out of here unless something happens. You know, I was like, I do want to like follow up with you, you know, maybe like in a few weeks, but like, see ya. (laughs) Yeah. That's the layer that we're trying to pull back Yeah, is that you may not see any symptoms of it now. Right. And it could be underlying. And this is why we, we're trying to preach this. You know, we're trying to encourage to, to go ahead and make it a part of your life. And the great thing is this self-care doesn't, it doesn't require you to take time out of your entire day yeah. to make time for it because you can incorporate it into everyday things that you're doing in your life sitting at your desk. Now, I wouldn't recommend doing this while you're driving because you do need to concentrate. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. yes. For sure. And honestly, um, ever since I moved into the city, you know, like a few years ago and stuff, like I really don't have many people where they're like, I'm in a car all day, you know, because it's usually they're like, yeah, you know, they're subway or walking, honestly, you know, like they're walking places and stuff. But when I was on Long Island, oh my gosh, you know, definitely people where they're like, I'm in the car all day. I'm like, okay, well, these are some of the breathing exercises that I'm going to have you do, you know, or even just some bladder retraining. Like instead of doing that one extra stop that you may have done, I need you to keep going, right? Like I need you to like keep going and like kind of retrain your bladder, right? Like I, I'm filled with like those types of like any types of like tips and tricks that I can give with that type of thing, you know? And yeah. um, I think that it's important to address. Yeah. I, the other thing, the yeah. other thing I wanted yeah. to say is that the great thing about going to a public floor therapist and making time for it um, versus just going to your family doctor or your gynecologist is that public floor therapists actually take their time with mm. you. So you're there one or two hours if it if it takes that, especially on your first visit. Yeah. So you do get that 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 time and care from someone to really figure out what your issue is and to really identify, you know, what what needs to be worked on, whether it's tight or whether it's loose, whether there's a prolapse or you know whether there's some other issue. So that's um, that's like the the number one thing that I like to tell people about pelvic floor therapy is that this this is you're really going to be taken care of here Hmm. okay well don't make me tear over here (laughs) no and and I've you know I'm lucky enough where I do hear that a lot you know I, I hear that a lot from patients um 
I am even finding now that even an hour is not enough for me, you know, for, for some patients, especially on like that first visit, I will like question the crap out of you, you know, about like your life, you know, and about all these things. I really try to learn the person, you know, as much as I can. Um, but yeah, I, I refused to work in a place where like a pelvic floor appointment was 30 minutes. I, first of all, I don't even know what the hell that is. Like, I'm sorry. Like I, I, yeah, I, I, I like talk to my patients for follow-ups for like 30 minutes, you know, like, like it's just like, I don't, I, I will never understand that. Um, and like I just said, I even sometimes think like an hour isn't enough depending on the patient, you know, like depending on what's going on. So it just, it does make me cringe, you know, even when I go to the doctor now and stuff too, and you know, like they're in and out in like five minutes and it's just kind of like anybody that you can find that is at least going to take their time with you, you know, like I'm in love with my gynecologist. Like she, don't get me wrong, like they're quick sessions, but she's so thorough. Like Mm -hmm. she's so thorough and that's all I can ask for. You know, I, my previous gynecologist mixed me up with my sister once and oh yeah oh yeah I know your face just now you're like what and um she was like how are the kids and I was like nope nope that's not me and it just then that makes you feel like crap you know and then and then of course like I'm I'm thinking in two ways you know because at this I I was a PT then you know like before I left her um Mm -hmm. and I was thinking in like a few ways you know like one not the best mistake to make, you know, so like I felt away, you know, I felt away being a patient on the table, but then I was just like, huh, I wonder if she's having a day, you know, cause like I've had my days, you know, too, where and not, not that I, I didn't, I've never done that. I've never done that, but like, you know, yeah. I have my days, you know, where I'm just like, man, I want to go home, you know, like, and, and it's like <laughs> nothing against my patients. It's just one of those days for me because we're human. So I was kind of thinking like that for her, but then I just said, and it was when I first started out, this was years ago, and I said to myself, I was like, I will never, even if I'm running late, even if I'm running late, I will never not go, I will never go into a room without checking my patient's chart first or like without re, you know, kind of like reminding myself about like why that patient is there and, and all that stuff. Like it it goes a very, very long way. And I'm grateful to be working in clinics where it is an hour long, you know? So like I do have a second to look at that stuff because that extra second and that extra time goes a very long way. goes a very, very long way because that one thing that she did had me not go to her again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think We talk all the time about, it's like, I get because I don't know the word for when you go to the doctor visit, but like the bedside manner that people receive. That's exactly it. Yeah. 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 That's exactly it. Bedside manner is a different breed, you know, and then they're, they're also even, I tell patients this all the time too. You want a second opinion from me? Please go ahead. Do you know what I mean? Like, please go ahead and do that because at the end of the day, this is your care. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, this is your care. And I think sometimes patients I think are very, they, they find it interesting that I do say that, especially to myself. I'm just like, listen, like, I think it's so important that to get a second or third opinion, if you feel the need to do so, you know, or like, oh, please go see one of my colleagues that, you know, they're right here. So like, please go do that. Get your second opinion. Um, but there, there are also times where your bedside manner might not click with somebody. And like, that's also okay. 
that's yeah. okay too. Um, so yeah, there's a lot to kind of like think about there. It, and, it, there yeah. is a lot to think about, but I mean, rest assured that when you do go to your public floor therapist, they're definitely going to, you know, take that time with you and yeah. get the, the extra information. And that's what I was lacking. Right. It, yeah. This is the reason why I created um, both of the, both of the companies that I created. Well, it's one company, but you know, the segments that I created so that people do know their, their resources and what's out there, you know, yeah. for them to, um, to take advantage of, to, to now at least pursue or think about research um, and I can't tell you how many people just did not know. Yeah. <laughs> they just did not know. Yeah. So, I mean, we just digressed on like a slight rant, but a rant that is relevant to <laughs> to what we both do. But I, I'm all about resources too, you know, and I'm kind of, I'm working on, you know, my Instagram, my website, even just like I have a resource page that like I love to give out to patients as well too. And with that being said, I want you to kind of go over like what is in the VPAC, you know, like I'm all about like different products and like different things, like apps to use, you know, like all this stuff. And I just like, go ahead and tell us like what is in the box. Okay. So VPAC is made up of about six to eight items. It's quarterly because Mm -hmm. the reason it's quarterly is because I believe you have to use something or do something for a a certain period of time to actually measure whether or not you see an improvement or um or you feel a difference so it's quarterly but you get enough in this box that lasts you through the quarter yeah so it includes the things to support your issue like leak proof underwear um supplements that you take on a daily basis to be proactive and to kind of keep that um pipe, I guess that pipeline clean. (laughs) (laughs) The pipeline. Yes. That's exactly what it is. I'm like the plumber for the pipe for the pipeline. Perfect. (laughs) It also, it also has tools in it, you know, um, that you could use for your, your pelvic floor area to exercise that area. But, um, we also have a quiz when you're purchasing the box because we don't want to give tools and things to, to patients that have IC Um, we don't want them playing around in that area if they haven't, you know, gotten, um, cleared to, to do that. So it's very important that you take the quiz and that you're, you answer it as, as honestly as possible so that we can make sure that your box is customized to, to your issues. We do want you to try things. Um, and we, we want you to get the benefits of, of all of these things in there but we also want you to be safe in doing so. 1,000%, yeah. Yep, so along with the box, because I believe that you do need to be supported while you're trying to get your improvement, while you're trying to get your healing. Um, so the box is, is very much meant to do that, to support you um, on your journey of improvement. But the box would be really nothing without the courses, the classes with pelvic floor therapy. Um, because that's when you get the real healing. That's when you see the real improvement. Um, when you have a chance to experience pelvic floor therapy, but you have a lot of women out there that are still quite embarrassed to go to a pelvic floor therapist. They don't know that they don't need to necessarily get a referral from someone to go to a pelvic floor therapist. Um, they may not have one in their area or they may not be comfortable going to the one, but at least if they get 
you know, the, the basics, um, or if they get to know the, the people in the portal who have, um, who have, um, you know, uh, have these resources or can refer them, you know, right. they reach out to them and ask them questions. And then we have the community where you can also kind of mingle with people who are dealing with the same issues, but it's all positive here. So we try to, um, to give you the resources without bashing any, any part of the industry, because we realize that the more people know, um, and the more that they're comfortable with having uncomfortable conversations and advocating for themselves, the better off they'll be. Right. And honestly, even as you're talking, you know, it's like, it even just goes to show how you are too, as like, as a person, you know, like thorough, clearly, you know, like you, <laughs> you, yes, you're giving away certain products, but like there is a form to fill out, you know, to make sure that like this person's like not getting hurt, you know, or, you know, or, or just like get evaluated, you know, before you use this and stuff too. Like that's very important. And I think, I think it's great that you're doing that in general, which you already know. I've already, you know, made your head big <laughs> with all this Thank stuff. You. But I mean, yeah. as I, I've told you before, and, you know, because you've been a part of both of the summits that, you know, VPAC and Moms Who Pee Their Pants would be really nothing without the experts, including yourself, who contribute and so generously contribute their resources and um, their products and just their time um, to make sure that people do know, you know, their options and, and people are getting healed or seeing some sort of improvement. Yeah, no, for sure. And another thing that I preach, not only to patients, but in life, in life, and I can literally come up with an example, I think, for anything with what I'm about to say, but like, everything isn't just one thing. Like we, we can't, we can't function on just one thing. Like I might be a physical therapist, but like I 1000% want to know what my patient's mental state is like. And, and maybe like certain things that I can do for that. Like we all, yeah. So pretty much what I'm trying, we're all connected. We're all connected and we have to work with each other, you know, in order to stay that way. And it's like, something that I've learned I think also just as a practitioner you know like you're in PT school and you're like oh my gosh like what's the physical part of this what's the physical part of that but then like one of my professors you know one day said they were just like what if it was you what if it was you right and it's just like it it goes the extra mile to know what my patient's cat's name is, you know, and to know that, like, you know, and to know those certain things. And it's something that I, I never want to like get taken away, you know, I never that's right. Get, yeah, that's right. Because it's, it's such a sensitive topic, such a, yeah. such a sensitive in, um, situation, because a lot of people, their first thing is, is anxiety. Yeah. You know, most of them have a level of anxiety associated with this, and when you take the time to kind of get to know things like their dog's name or if they have a cat, those things are really comforting and they go to a place of comfort oh, yeah. when they think about those things. Of course, of course. And oh, I remember what I was going to say before. Um, I, you know, I mean, we obviously talked about how like it's important, like if you go through something, it's important to you know, you can say that in a certain way to like either your patient or to like have them understand like, nope, like I've been there, you know, and I get where you're coming from. I, I've had pelvic floor PT myself. And like, when it's you, you know, when it's you, 
your minds, like, I don't know what happens to our minds, but like we, it's just different. It, it's very, very different. And I remember my colleague was treating me and it was so funny because I just like, I just went, oh my God, what is that? And she, <laughs> she goes, Alyssa, like, you very much so know like what I'm on right now, like what's happening and all this stuff. But because it's now me, it it's as if I like lost all my thought, you know, like I've lost all my training, all of my, you know, all of my background in school. And that's what I always want people to also realize, like we are all human. So it's like, it's okay to feel vulnerable, you know? And then, so I actually tell that story sometimes too, where I'm like, when I was on the treatment table, do you know what happened to me? You know, like if, if somebody gets emotional, like I've definitely cried, you know, during sessions, it's a vulnerable, vulnerable thing. Um, but at the end of the day, we are there to help. And, you know, and I, I think that that's also just an important thing to address. Like it, it is vulnerable and it's, it's a lot of stuff to talk about that like sometimes you don't want to. And even though I feel comfortable talking about this stuff. Again, when I was on the table, hot mess, hot mess. You know, it's like, it's right. So it's like it. Yeah, that that's what I wanted to say with that. It's just it. It's very, very different when it is you because I have when friends like that, too. You know, I have friends like that also where they might just be like, oh, my God, you have to do this. You have to do that. Like, are you doing it? Are you? <laughs> so it's like, right. Well, yeah. And, and I mean, Doing VPAC, you know, kind of forces me to keep myself accountable for yeah. my care as well, because really I'm I'm kind of two steps ahead of you know the people that are in my a part of my community and the customers, um, so they're really getting firsthand something that I've tried and something that um, that I found to work for myself, yeah. along mm-hmm. with experts who are helping me to curate the boxes, and so. Um, it's it's funny that you say that because yeah I mean it it forces me mm-hmm. to kind of be in action and doing these things so that when people do come to me or they have these issues I'm like you know what this worked for me or this was my experience and I can still kind of be relatable and not just hear like you know so so above them or you know so so much more knowledgeable than them I need them to know that I'm coming from a place of healing as well sure you know I, I created this because out of, I was born out of my own struggles with these things. So I, you're you're coming along with me on my journey. And as I, I know more and as I do better, so will you. Yeah. And then that's that's also just like life, right? Like we're, all, we're all learning. You know, we're all just like learning. I um I had a patient the other day, like mentioned a certain product, right? Like, I'm sure there might be some products in your box where I'm going to be like, oh, cool. You know, like, I'll be like, cool. You know, like, it's something that I didn't know about. Um, And they mentioned a product and they're, do you know about it? And I'm like, no, but like, let's research it together. And like, let's see. I was, you know, and I'll just say, like, let me do some research. And I think that's kind of the beauty of making these connections and stuff too, including like meeting you and, you know, and doing all these things. It's like, you are somebody who is collectively putting things together for a specific niche that I do treat. Like amazing, mm-hmm. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Like, and you know, really it's, awesome. it, and like, like you said, it's like, you don't know all the products that are out there, but you're open to seeing and, and trying or at least researching what it is. And this is just an introduction of products that yeah. you could be using on a regular basis, but you do need to use them consistently in yeah. order to see yeah. that change or improvement. 
Yeah. And that's yeah. why the boxes is made quarterly because I'm forcing you basically to stay on a regimen, mm -hmm. including whatever is in the portal, whatever courses or, or classes or, um, or presentations are in the portal. I'm kind of forcing you to get in the habit of making this a daily part of your life. Yeah. And I love that. That's just like smart. That's smart. <laughs> so first of all, I could talk to you for days. That's like not even. And I was going to say the same thing. Like I was going to go off in another tangent, but I'm like, let me no. No, you're fine. Maybe we can save that for another podcast episode. Also, just so everybody knows, we were talking for like 15 minutes before we even started recording. And we were like, we should have just recorded it. Yeah, I say that all the time to like my guests that are on here. I'm like, God damn it. Like, I honestly, I think like the next person on is here. I'm, ju I'm just going to click it. I'm just going to be like, great. Like, let's let's go. <laughs> but I will be, you know, I say this every podcast episode, but I will be posting, you know, your information and stuff in the description of the podcast. But I always want you to say, you know, where can people find you? You know, whether that's Instagram, your website, go on a rant for me. <laughs> yep. So Instagram, you can find me personally at S as in Shannon underscore dot, like spelled out D-O-T underscore 98. Um, come visit me, at, you know, from the Jay-Z hard, hard knock life. That's kinda. right. <laughs> Sarah, that's where that comes from. Um, but you can find me there. Please DM me, reach out there. And then my website is dpacforwomen.com. Yay. Oh, thank you so much for being on here. And if you I'm have, so happy. yes, I'm of so course. Happy to be and if anybody is interested in the Mom Soup Either Pants Summit, um, you can also contact her about that too. Or if you're just interested in learning more about the VPAC because it's dope. So that's right. <laughs> but you can also you could also go to momsoupeitherpants.com as well. <laughs> yes. All righty, hun. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to the All Things Pelvic Pod. Have questions, concerns, comments? Want to share your story? Remember to follow me on Instagram at the underscore pelvic floor playbook. DM me, share my stuff, like it, and let me know what you think. As a reminder, this is not medical advice by any means, so don't be out here doing a bunch of nonsense in these streets. If you need me and want a vibe, you know where to find me. I'm out.